Episode 3, Dating, Then versus Now. Hello again, friends. It's Mark, your intermediate English teacher. If you haven't heard my other episodes, I am an English teacher from Vancouver, Canada, and I talk about interesting things to help your English comprehension. This podcast is for intermediate level learners and will provide you with content to listen to. You can also read the transcript of this podcast for free on my website, at checkmarkenglish.com. Before we get started, I want to tell you that I'll try uploading one episode every two weeks. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please remember to give me a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Okay, let's get started. The world of dating has always been an interesting topic to me, especially seeing how much it's changed over the last 10 years or so. The biggest change being phone apps like Tinder. You can now see hundreds of singles, people who are not in a relationship, around the area you live and you can message them, often chatting for days or weeks without having met them in person yet. We are used to meeting people online nowadays, but what was it like before? Tinder was created in 2012, but before then, very few people used online dating services compared to today in 2023. Did you notice that I said 2012 for the first year, and then 2023, the next one? This is something that English learners find confusing, so I'll explain this a bit more before we continue. When you are saying the current year, or large numbers, you often say it like this, 2023, rather than 2023. This is something to keep in mind, or to remember, because it's very common in English. It can be confusing to you if in your native language you don't do this. Here is another example. If you ask somebody how much does that car cost, you will often hear people say something like 89.99 rather than 8,999. As you can see, it's much faster to say the first version or way. Because of this, English speakers will often say it in the short form. Another example is saying three-digit numbers in the same way. 113 is often said like this, 113. There's another common way that English speakers say numbers that's different from other languages, and it's when saying four-digit numbers. For example, the number 1,800, it is more common to say 1,800. Another example is 5,400, to mean 5,400. There is an exception to this rule, though. An exception means that something is not included in this rule. You cannot say 300. It must be 30 and then another number before saying 100. So 3100 is correct, but 3000 is not. Okay, I just wanted to explain that really quickly because it can be very confusing. Using these short versions is very common and will make you sound more like a native English speaker. As I was saying, Tinder was created in 2012 and has changed the dating game drastically, or a lot. For those of you who don't know how Tinder works, you set up or create your profile with a few photos of yourself, and you write a little bit about who you are and what you like. The app then randomly, or with no particular order, shows you other people around your area. You either swipe left or swipe right, on each person. Swipe means to put your finger on your phone screen 
and while keeping it on the phone, move it to the left or to the right. If you swipe left, it means you are not interested in that person and it won't show them to you again. If you swipe right and the other person also swipes right, when your profile comes up or appears, it will create a chat for you to message each other. You can then message each other and if it goes well, you can set up a date to meet them in person. This is very different from how dating used to be. Before online dating, you would have a very limited way of meeting somebody who you were interested in. The most common places would be at school, at work, at a bar, at a social club, at a church, or another group where people would meet in person. If you were somebody who didn't participate or be involved in social activities after work or school, you would have a hard time meeting somebody. A common place that people would go to find a partner was at a bar. A bar is where you go to have alcoholic drinks and are normally much busier on weekends. Bars are still very popular, but not as much as before. I believe it's because of the internet and how people can make connections and communicate with others online. In a bar, a guy would typically, or usually, go to a girl he thinks is attractive or pretty and speaks to her. This is a very common thing that happened before online dating or dating apps like Tinder. However, there are some challenges with this. First of all, the girl might already be in a relationship or she's with her friends and isn't looking for a partner. When using Tinder, you wouldn't have this issue or problem because you assume that everybody using the app is single and is looking for a relationship. Another challenge is that when you meet somebody for the first time in person, you don't know anything about them, and I mean absolutely nothing. On Tinder, you can see photos of the person and some information about them so that you can have an idea if you will be compatible or not. To be compatible means to be able to get along with each other, to have personalities that work well together. You also see people's ages online. Age is how old somebody is. Everybody has an idea of the type of person they are looking for. When meeting in person, it will take time to learn about that person, much more time than it does online. Lastly, and probably the most significant, or most important, is that when meeting somebody in person, you can only speak and learn about that one person at that one time. On Tinder, you can have many people that you are talking to at the same time. You message somebody, then after you send the message, you go to the next conversation or chat with somebody else and send another message. You are able to chat with a large number of people more quickly, which makes it more likely that you'll find a partner. As you can see, apps like Tinder have benefited the world of dating significantly or a lot. However, there are some downsides or negatives to using Tinder. One of the biggest things that people criticize or disprove Tinder for is creating more of a superficial culture. Superficial means on the surface. In this context, it means judging or making a decision about somebody based on their appearance or looks. You decide whether or not you want to talk to somebody, mostly from the photos that they upload or write on their profile. This means that you could miss out on somebody because they don't look a certain way. The other issue or problem with this is that photos can be modified or changed, making somebody look much different than they do in real life. Deciding on which person you want to talk to, strictly or only based on looks, 
could make you miss out on a partner that is more compatible for you. Another problem that many people say Tinder created is the idea of hookup culture. I'm sure you've heard of this term before. Tinder was meant to be an app for people to have a better chance of finding partners and to make dating easier, but it also made hooking up a lot easier. Hooking up means to meet somebody for an intimate or sexual relationship for a brief or short period of time. It could be just one night, a few weeks, or just once in a while. People who participate in this type of dating usually hook up with many different partners rather than having one committed relationship. It's not clear what this type of culture will cause in the long term for dating, but some people I talk to, they say it makes it harder to find a meaningful relationship. Lastly, I believe dating apps like Tinder have made people feel more anxious, nervous, or scared to talk to new people in person. People are used to talking to others on the internet through texting, emailing, commenting on videos or Instagram posts, which means there are less face-to-face interactions. I believe that this has taken a toll or negatively affected our people skills. With more and more things being online, the need to talk to people in person has become less necessary or less of a need. Many things are now online, including dating, ordering food, ordering almost anything, and most recently, working. Over the last few years, more and more people work online from home. I believe that all of these things are making face-to-face human interaction more difficult for people. There are a few more things I could talk about when it comes to online dating, but that'll be for another time. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And I hope you learned some new things. If the episode was too difficult for you, I recommend listening to it again for a second time and also to read the free transcript that's on my website at checkmarkenglish.com. I highlighted the more difficult words for you to review at the bottom of the transcript. This can be found for free on my website in the transcripts page. And remember, if you do enjoy this podcast, please give me a rating on your favorite podcast platform. I would really appreciate it. Thanks again and see you next time.